0: isolation sessions face to face by stephen lansfield performed by claire cordier okay so this is nuts remember i was telling you about the internship with the fashion rag don't want to say it too loudly just in case it jinxes it but they are a big publication One of the biggest, and it could lead to something permanent. Anyhow, second day in, they let me loose on the bars of Camden, armed with a dictaphone. The article was about women in their 60s and how they age, and how they see themselves when they age. I know, been done hundreds of times. But as I walked into this bar, known to be frequented by your older, affluent woman, I saw my prime candidate. She was hunched over, looked a bit confused or pissed. Her hair was long, longer than it should be for her age. She'd had work done. Any mug could make that out. Lips, forehead, probably neck, definitely tummy tuck, definitely lipo, definitely Botox if not the full lift. Easy pickings. She looked familiar somehow. I almost wondered if she was a minor celebrity, One of the older ones, they wheel out for Big Brother but get kicked out in the first few weeks as no one's really interested if they got laid or not. So I sidle up to her, get talking to her. I slip in there quickly that I'm a journalist, just so she knows I am not chatting her up. I ask her name and she mumbles it, then says she's tired, maybe jet-lagged. She says that I'm pretty, that my hair could do with a bit more colour but that I have an English rose complexion. She says that once she had hair and skin like me and reaches out her hand, which shakes slightly, and strokes my cheek. Bit weird, I thought, but she seemed a bit sad and I knew she had a story to tell. I asked her age. She said 65. I asked what she did to keep looking so young and then she just came to life. Not just because she was regarded as looking youthful, but she just loved reeling off the products. All from an organic, non-animal base, all from designer outlets or the internet, none of your high street chav creams. Not judging, just saying. And she spoke about her diet. She hadn't eaten meat for 40 years, fish for 30. She ate little and often, A handful of Brazils, maybe. A dried apricot. Her lips smacked her wizened little mouth as she spoke about her preference for raw desserts. Do you get what I mean by that? So there's no cooking, no animal products, not even cream, just things like cashew milk whipped up firm to replace sugary icing, carrot paste to replicate sponge, you get the idea. I said that sounded great and that it matched up with my idea of food that it should be a tool, not a treat. I asked her if she had a partner. She laughed, and her face hardened a bit. The men my age, she proclaimed, are all quite hideous, bald or too paid, with a red bulbous nose if they've had any kind of life. Her eyes creased in horror at the thought. Their skin is coarse. They have hairs coming out of their ears which repulse me, sweetheart. I asked if she had ever been in love. Numerous occasions, she replied. All younger, all gorgeous. But we didn't have a lot in common. They're all married now. She smirked slightly. I fancy they're grandsons. I laughed. She took my hand. Anyone in your life, sweetheart? I told her that there wasn't. I told her that no one had quite matched up to my idea of a man. No one was sweet enough, manly enough, funny enough. "'How old are you, if you don't mind me asking?' she said. Thirty-one, one I replied. "'Plenty of time,' she said, wistfully. "'Oh, so much time!' I was worried the conversation wasn't going well, So I thought about wrapping it up, moving on to someone with a bit more of a lifestyle ethic than this washed-up old has-been with the dyed dark brown hair and the cold hands. But she started to look at me with a strange kind of intensity, almost like, and I know this sounds nuts, but like she was looking into my soul. What was the name of your last boyfriend? She asked tentatively. "'I replied that it was Tony, and her eyes bore into me. "'He was a good one,' she said sadly. "'He was a good one, and you let him go. "'He was good enough for you, sweetheart. "'More, in fact. "'But there was that pretty barman. "'There was that tinder swipe. "'There was always bigger, better, more.' "'I withdrew my hand.' And it came to me why this lady, this mumbling, ageing woman, was so familiar. It was very bright, you know. The light, she said, quite disorientating. And then I found myself here, somehow, face to face, with you. I squinted as the light surrounded her once more, a halo round her entire body. I was pretty, she said. I was once so very pretty.